1: celebrate
2: this is brandon kelly the host of blue wire's new podcast golden goal messi
3: takes everybody messi has got it!
2: from Lionel messi to marta to pele our show takes a deep dive into soccer superstars and what a world cup Golden Goal. Soccer stars and the moments that made them. Premiering this summer on Blue Wire. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> and yeah, and so welcome
1: to Hen- <laughs> by the way, Hennessy, by the way, Hennessy, not my, uh, not the one I like the most, but I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's super easy to go down, but I, I don't know why feel you like act, drinking. It. I don't
5: know why you act like you're picky. I've seen uh, right,
6: Hennessy right. is, Hennessy is, uh, one of my, is my favorite beverage. Normally I'm a whiskey guy, but Hennessy is my favorite other. And also, I well, see now here's my shameless plug. Uh, genie bus who owns the lakers along with michael jordan and a couple other oh the is that good oh it's incredible i officially don't work home games laker home games i officially don't work so i can just kind of hang out and uh take in the scene and i just just drink sincoro and it's it is delicious it I'm not it? really like a tequila guy that much. Normally whiskey and Hennessy, but the Sincoro is incredible.
5: What, is the, what is the price point on Sincoro? I haven't seen it in a store so, yet. I, uh, I mean, we all there, saw the Michael Jordan uh, <laughs> memeable
1: video. Oh, right. yeah, 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 first. from <laughs> Last Dance. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. Uh, So I, there are four levels of it. There's Blanco, uh, Reposado, Anejo, and Extra Anejo. And I want to say the Blanco is like 60 bucks, something like that. Okay. The, uh, the reposado's like 90 um the anejo's like 120 and the extra anejo it comes in like this special packaging and is like 1500 but all delicious have you got
5: the 1500 <laughs>
6: Yes. Yeah, have you so, tried it <laughs> yes yes so <laughs> Do you shoot week, it uh La- yes, actually of course. so last year yes.
3: of
4: course.
6: La- last year at uh, at summer league, wow, it seems it seems like it was almost like exactly a year ago. It seems like a hundred years ago in this world, but uh, for during summer league, they had a sincoro like unveiling party. It didn't actually come out until I think September, but last July, they were unveiling the bottle, so they had at some suite in Aria they had a party for it and I drank almost an entire bottle of the extra Anejo and it was, uh, yeah. And there's, there's like a really goofy picture of me gazing lovingly at Michael Jordan.
5: Uh, (laughs) By the way, uh, Sam does the same thing. So you're, I got, I got every, every man over the age of, let's just say like 33, 34 does the same thing with
6: Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know, what was funny is, so I, uh, I've been in the NBA working for NBA teams and such for quite a while So at this point, and especially here with the Lakers, like you see everybody at games. So I'm not particularly impressed. I have spent the last couple of years traveling with the Lakers. You don't
5: get get starstruck.
6: I'm not particularly impressed. And at this thing, I was like, that's Michael Jordan. (laughs) So there's there's definitely a picture of me on my Instagram, actually of me just gazing up at him lovingly. You, I don't know what I feel about, but yeah, but it is what it is. It's Michael fucking Jordan.
5: That voice you heard off the top, host of the official Lakers podcast, Aaron Larsel. Aaron, am I pronouncing your last name correctly? First, that's
6: yeah, close enough. No, we're good. Close enough. I should never get two percent right, so you're good. We're okay. Going. What's the
5: what, what is the official pronunciation?
6: Larsul. You gotta like. You gotta kind of extend the end a little bit. Larsul. Got it. Got yeah, it. It. Okay. It, was, it. You did better than most, though. So I'm, are you Filipino? Am I Filipino? No, <laughs> I am, uh, no, I, that is a French name and this, this will take, it could take a while. We'll make it quick, but, uh, it's a French name. I am, I'm actually half black, half white and some of my ancestors were slaves in Louisiana. So it is a, uh, it is a French Creole name of uh, slave owners in Louisiana. Jeez. And apparently a street in, in Paris. I haven't been, I've been Marseille. to Paris. I haven't been to the street though. Yes. Yeah say French I have to, I
5: have, to I have to look it up there so <laughs> not, there's uh, no there are not a lot
1: of us there, we're, we're
5: banned from that we're banned from there anyway.
6: American. Well, I
1: mean,
5: that's that's a whole other podcast. We'll <laughs> we about we can't people. go there anyway.
1: So you know, that's, uh, that's right.
5: Yes, we're not <laughs>
6: the uh, European Union's not thrilled with us these days. <laughs> Nobody is. <laughs> anyway, so, nor, should, nor should they be.
5: <laughs> so let's uh, let's start with this, Aaron. So you've been you've been working for the Lakers, but you're actually from the Bay, right? You used to work at KMBR, correct?
6: I worked, yeah. So I worked at uh, I worked at KMBR for like two or three years, and the ticket 1050. Oh, uh, I
5: forgot about that. Yeah, thing. back yeah. In the day.
6: Yeah, both of both of those. Um, I then I grew up in in the city. Actually, went to high school. Went to uh, went to Washington. Shout out Bonte. We went to high school. We didn't go to high school together because he's much younger than oh, I my am. My brother and we sister went to the went same to high school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I went to high school in the city. Grew up in the city, and then uh, went uh, came down to UCLA. Went up to Cal. I'm a I'm a Golden Bear, so a little back and forth. And then um, after school. Went back to uh, went back to the Bay, went back to the city, and worked at KBR on the ticket for a while, and then went to Portland, worked for the Trailblazers for like nine years, and then uh, came back to LA, and now with with the Lakers.
5: How long you been with the Lakers?
6: Uh, so this is the third season. Well, I don't I don't even know if what we're calling this right now. Uh, but this is the season. Yeah. This is the third, (laughs) if we're still, if it's still 1920, this is the third season. (laughs) And, uh, and then the first year I didn't, I didn't travel last year or last season, I guess. So eighteen nineteen, um, I was with the team full-time traveled full-time with the team. And then this year, um, you know, everything is kind of crazy. So, um, traveled some this year but not as much I didn't go to every, I didn't go on every trip I went on most trips but not every trip they didn't send you in the bubble no 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 bubble for me uh, I did not make the yeah I don't know where I am on the totem pole but I did not make the the 35 man cut so I don't, I don't know. I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna have to go go over some lists and see see who got my spot although I don't know how to be fair I don't know how excited I was about about going to be right Right,
3: right.
5: So actually you you're, you're a perfect person to talk to about this cuz like in warrior world, I mean, it, what just a year to uh <laughs> what a year to uh quote unquote just be completely out of it and worthless, right? Like it's the yeah. perfect year to have everyone hurt and not be in any sort of playoff contention. So we've just been kind of observing from out far, but you're working for the Lakers. They're one of maybe three teams who have a legitimate shot at winning the title at this point.
6: I yeah, I think that's right.
5: So what are, what have you guys been doing? The um I guess the lead up to the bubble. I mean I know it's all like they're not supposed to be talking everything, but we both know that's a lie. So
6: yeah um so let me uh let <laughs> background I grew up a Warriors fan.
3: Right. I know um that.
6: <laughs> so I, I obviously follow the Warriors very, very closely. I I listen to to you guys all the time, and
3: Sick. Um, I, th- <laughs> <Sims>. <laughs> so I think so. Yeah, I, 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 I think that
6: I think that characterization is correct. I think that um, the Lakers, Clippers, and Bucks are were actually. You know what? Let me say were because we. I don't think we have really any idea what this is going to look like. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I think going into the bubble, going into the stoppage, I think they were the three teams that really, you could say, have a chance. Um, the money it, was It really on. is. It really is kind of, you know, I know a lot of Warrior fans have been kind of chuckling and calling it a gap year. And it really was a great year to not be any good and to have everybody hurt, except for with one caveat. That caveat being that this is, and I haven't scouted it yet that much, but from, Everybody that I trust that I've talked to, this is one of the weaker drafts, if not the weakest draft in, yeah. in some time. So with the caveat of it's not a great season to have the number one, two, three. I mean, it always is great to have the number one, two, three, four, or five pick if you're as good as the Warriors expect to be again. But um if there is a year that's probably not the best to have that draft pick, this would be it. But otherwise it is a really great year for the Warriors to have that that quote-unquote gap year.
5: Yeah, with that said, um, what have the Lakers been doing? Like, I'm just trying to get an impression of – because the Warriors are like – they don't really – they're like, uh, don't get fat, just work out. But, like, we're worried about next December. Right. So there's not, like, the a lot long-
6: part- – I mean, I've heard conflict- – No. The Warriors even going to participate in this, like – the the eight have-nots that are going to the Chicago. The Warriors even even, even if they they'll, do, they'll
5: send they'll send yeah. Jordan Pool, they'll send me I mean, look, Sam, they'll send me Clay
6: and Draymond. Like none of them, they're not playing no, anyway. But no. like, are they going to Here, pretend here's to what,
1: participate? I, I guess they will, if if just for the money's sake. I guess they will. Here's my question though: What I'm curious about: How often are the the Lakers practicing? You know, the last few months, because I know they ain't been quarantining. <laughs> So well, the they just all, do, do they just all go to LeBron's house and just kind of play pickup games or, or
6: and so, then party or, or what are, happens? And uh, Look, I, there are rumors. Yeah. yeah I don't know this to be true. Of course. Um, that there are rumors that there were guys working out, not just the Lakers, but there were guys working out. There's, there is a house in, um, in Beverly Hills. Um, a lot of NBA people are familiar with it. A lot of NBA media people are familiar with it. Um, and uh, there is a guy, I want to say he is the CEO or founder of LA gear, the the shoes that nobody wears. Uh, Are those come back? Uh, no, I don't think they're back. Maybe, <laughs> I, you know what? Maybe, perhaps. Look, I'm going to be, I'm switching hats all damn because I haven't shaved. So I don't know if I'm fashion <laughs> guy. Got my ace hat on now. Um, so the guy that started LA gear um, has a huge complex here in Los Angeles and Beverly Hills that... A lot of NBA guys, a lot of college guys um, are familiar with. He supposedly has really great pickup in the summer. Um, and so his he has like a separate part off of his house. And he has a replica of Staples Center there, including like the floor obviously and and all the the retired jerseys, and even with training rooms, et cetera, and locker rooms, et cetera. So there are rumors and I'm not giving anything away because this has been out there. Brian Windhorse has talked about it. It's been out there. There are rumors that there were some practices, some pickup run there. Um, I don't know that to be true. So I don't want to, I'm not accusing anybody of anything, but I will say this, even if it's just individual work, um, I don't think there is anybody that is more qualified to Manage the up and down of not playing, of ramping up, of ramping down, of physically being ready, emotionally being ready, leading your team towards being ready. Than LeBron, he's done it. You know, he's done it forever. He is. You know, he's thirty-five years old, so he has made a career. He's also an alien, but he has made a career of managing his body. You know, there are the times we've always made people have made fun of him for taking a couple of weeks off and going to get treatment right. for his back. You know, his hiatus or whatever, but. Whatever he has done, look, it has worked and he knows what he's doing. So I would say that if there was one person I would want, like physically and emotionally knowing what to do in this circumstance that none of us have any idea what it's going to be like, I think LeBron is probably at the top of the list. Whether anybody was practicing (laughs) scrimmaging or not, um, I uh, I I think LeBron is probably the best guy for the job.
1: All right, all right. We'll talk to you next time. I appreciate your <laughs> company. Appreciate your co- So, so
6: now, I, so when I came on, I admitted mm-hmm. that, and I'll tell you guys a story later. But I admitted that I grew up a Warriors fan. I I work for the Lakers, but I can promise you, I am not a Lakers homer. Uh, I, I I I put I put some time in with Dub Nation. I saw a lot of twenty seven and fifty five. So, were, are you
1: still you're still a fan? You're still you got to be if you if you grew up here.
6: Um. So. It when you're in the NBA, when you work for teams, and I think also when you cover teams, I think this is true of right. media people also. It's And you guys probably know this. It, it's a different thing, right? You can't kind yes. of, like, your fandom, like, where you grew up and the, the team that you rooted for in your childhood, it will never leave you. It will never right. you, go away. But it's different if you work for a team, if you work in the NBA, if you cover it as closely as you guys do. It's it's always going to be a little different. You don't root in the same ways. Yep. Um, but when I worked for the Trailblazers um, for what like nine years, and in two thousand seven, I was going to save this story for later. But in two thousand seven, the Warriors that we believe team right won uh, to go forty two and forty one with the last game of the regular season was in Portland to clinch the playoff berth. And I went in the the Warriors locker room afterwards and cried actual tears and, <laughs> and poured champagne on Mikhail Petris. So, wow. you know, like those, those those that fandom dies hard and those old yep. habits die hard. So I still obviously keep an eye on the Warriors, but it is not the same as it used to be because like. You know, at, at this point, you you root for I I root for the Lakers. It's great. I it's more it's more fun to be around when it's going well, right? Yeah, right. As opposed to last year it wasn't great, um. So you don't you just don't root in the same ways. But yeah, you know, I always uh, let's put it this way. I always have an eye on what the Warriors were doing, and they are my first choice on League Pass when I'm uh when I'm not watching a Lakers game, and I'm able to watch. I'm I'm able to get a little cover watching Warriors games because. On the uh, on the flight on Lakers plane, I sit across the aisle from Michael Thompson, who all of your listeners will know is Clay's right. dad, who does radio. So I can just pretend I'm hanging out with Michael, watching uh, when he wants to watch Clay.
5: <laughs> there we go. Plus, he can always you can always lean into your Niners fandom and A's fandom. You know, you can you can be pure unadulterated in different sports.
6: Me, be, me being a former, a um, former. Me being a former Warriors fan is like the worst kept secret around <laughs> so
0: <laughs> do
6: they I'm give not, you do they give you
5: shit for it or is it not really a thing yet? Because while like NorCal SoCal is just a perennial rivalry, yes. we've never actually had a Warriors Laker rival like I'm looking forward to hopefully that happening next year because we I, know exactly how it'll go. It'll put you in an uncomfortable
6: position. Yeah, so my least favorite, um, my least favorite games, uh, like I said, I don't really work Laker home games. I just go and kind of hang out and probably drink too much and, and uh, watch and it's kind of get the, get the environment, and then I'll go home and watch on TV. I record all the games and watch on TV to get the basketball. On the road, it's completely different. On the road, I'm representing the team. I don't drink it, you know. Right. It's, it's a very different thing, but um, every Warriors game, whether it's at Staples or at Oracle, and or now at Chase Center, is my least favorite of the year. Just I, my stomach, like it makes my stomach turn, and I don't want to do it. I don't want to go. Um, so, luckily, in my years with the team, the Lakers were <clears throat> last year. Even though the the Christmas game with that LeBron got hurt. The Lakers won, but the Lakers have not been great until this year for the last two years. Um, and now when I when I was concerned about it for this year, the Warriors were terrible. So right. I, mean, I haven't really had to face any, you know, any, any real questions about that. Um, next year, I think, probably will be pretty interesting. I think next year actually possibly could be the first time in – ever that all four california teams i don't know what you think about the kings but next year could be the first time that all four california if the teams kings make the playoffs, if the kings
5: can stay out of their own way then yes
6: that is that is that they is, have the
5: talent though all that right, is
6: definitely a thing so you know maybe next year i think you know the, that rivalry because it does exist i think that rivalry could be a thing have they played in the playoffs since i was at the sleepy floyd game have they have they played was, in the playoffs since i don't think i was
5: gonna since. say no um didn't, the, uh, didn't run TMC get swept by magic? Or oh, yeah. I think, I, I
6: think that is right. Uh,
5: yeah, I, think I mean, that's, that's, right. that's pushing my – I mean, I'm 35, and that's like
3: yeah, – I think that's right. Like Dude, I five. always
5: think you're like 31. Every I'm always surprised. <laughs> like, I always think Sam's like 30. He just shocks me. It's every- the anti-aging cream. Yeah, okay. 91, the Warriors lost in five to the Lakers yeah, in the right. second round. Um, that's, that's right. the last time they've played relevant basketball. And I mean, um, I mean, the Lakers have been relevant in the nineties and '00s. the Warriors, not so much. And then the Warriors got good and the Lakers were terrible. Uh, funny how that works out. Um, what yeah, I, I was watched
6: get- lot, I watched a lot of Todd Fuller. Oh, oh man.
5: Uh, that's yeah. We're, we're not going down that path. We're, yeah. I'm in a good mood. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> for
5: now. All right. I want to, I want to get to, I want to get back to the bubble stuff with you. Okay. Um, so, if you asked me before the season shut down, I'd say Clippers and six.
6: Okay. Um, not six. Was as that, a, what was your opinion? Just for reference for me, what was your opinion going into the year? Was that like informed by what had happened during the season?
5: Yeah. I mean, before the season, I was calling it a toss up watching the three games. They were close. I, I had a hard time seeing that series go less than six in either direction. Um, but I thought the Clippers were better. I thought the game that the Lakers got right before the shutdown, uh, Doc pulled some Popovich, yeah. Kerr type of like. I, I mean, there's just no reason for I Reggie didn't see Jackson Anderson to be Virgil out there. I saw a lot of Reggie Jackson. I saw, Jackson. I saw, too I saw much a of Reggie I Jackson. Reggie, I
1: saw a lot. So I, I, actually my point, I actually think the Lakers were better, but go ahead, Sam.
5: Yeah, so I, I kind of felt like I, I just liked the way the Clippers matched up with them. I mm-hmm. don't think the Lakers had an answer. For, well, mostly Kawhi's, Kawhi's just a pain in the ass because it'll hit tough shots and the Lakers have no one who really hits tough shots and that's really where I was coming down on it. Every time I watched them, it, it just seemed like the Lakers were stuck with LeBron taking a ton of jumpers because they packed the paint against them. With all that said, I mean, it's regular season basketball. Do you, how do you feel about those two matching up going into the bubble?
6: So I think, I think that, they are going to match up. I think that that it's kind of a collision course. I think that the – You don't and think the gonna runner play, Rockets
5: are going to pull it off?
6: I, so, I think, to be fair to the Rockets, and look – I also have – Col- We just learned Russell Westbrook yeah. is, you know and, – and, so, and, and Harden. And yeah. Harden is not at Jeez. the bubble yet. So, yep. I do think of all the teams other than the Lakers and the Clippers – the Rockets have the best chance to beat one of the two of them. Right. Uh, just because of the variability of all the threes, because of the brilliance of, of James Harden. I know you guys poke fun at James Harden all the time, He's good. which, which <laughs> I enjoy, but he is, you know, really good. And right. The, the, he, they missed 27 straight threes against the Warriors when they theoretically had the Warriors on the ropes. Um, but that variability and that firepower, um, Scares me a little bit if I'm a Lakers yep. fan or a Rocket or a Clippers fan. Um, right. So, going into the bubble, I think the last game that the Lakers won that weekend where they beat the with the Clippers and Milwaukee before the last game where they lost to uh, the Nets. Right. I think that that matters, um, it's like psychologically. If the Lakers had gone into the bubble down 0-3 to the Clippers, I don't think the seeding matters much. But psychologically, if it had been zero and three as opposed to one and two, I think that matters. Now, the the Clippers are really good. They have a lot of wing talent. They have a lot of – they have probably the best collection of guys that you can throw at LeBron uh, to guard him. The one thing – the kind of differentiating thing as we go into the bubble, and I think the bubble kind of heightens this, is – the Lakers, even though both teams, as they are currently constructed, were really constructed just this past offseason. So there isn't a lot of institutional knowledge either way. However, right. the Lakers guys, and now you have to take Avery Bradley out and Rajon Rondo out for at least for the time being. I suspect KCP is going to start in Avery Bradley's place. The Lakers were 17 and three in those games that uh, KCP started for Avery Bradley, the offense is a lot better than it was. The defense is worse. uh, So the net rating isn't as good, but they've played 250 minutes together and they've started, you know, he started 20 games. The Clippers, I don't know what lineup is their best lineup, what their closing lineup is. What I do know is whichever lineup is their best lineup and closing lineup those guys haven't played together at all. They've had so many injuries throughout. You ta- the you're tournament.
5: talking about like Marcus Morris, and I mean yeah, he look, was a, he the, was a late how many games? Twelve. Their They're most, up, like 12? Their most
6: played. The the Clippers most the Clippers only have three lineups, five man groups that have played a hundred minutes, and their most used lineup has Mo Harkless in it, and he's not there anymore. He, he's, right. He's he's, he's he's hanging out with the Warriors and the and and the Hawks in Chicago if they get it together. Because I mean he, he might name. be
1: on the Warriors, but yeah so next, next year
6: so I think that I think that the challenge for the clippers is going to be because and look none of us know what it's going to be like in the bubble but I think the challenge for the clippers is they don't have the time together and certainly the eight games theoretically for them will help the scrimmages maybe will help but right. you know the playoffs is, as you guys know obviously watching a bunch of warriors games when it comes down to it, it gets sloppy, it gets ugly. And no matter how good you are, unless you're the KD first year Warriors, where you just destroy everybody, right. you are going to face some adversity in the playoffs, whether it's, you know, whether you go down in a series two one, whether it's, you know, late games, there's crunch time, who's going to be on the floor. And those guys, the Clippers don't have much to draw on as far as playing together, knowing where guys are going to be. So in that respect, I give the Lakers the advantage. But, look, the Clippers are really good. I think the Lakers are better, but the Clippers are really so, good. And I think they're both better than Milwaukee. So
5: one thing I worry about with the Lakers is what an issue the Clippers have is if you move AD to five. Because then you're talking about Trez or Zubach. Or, I mean, just a collection of guys who are not suited to Hang with Anthony Davis. There's nobody to hang
6: with Anthony Davis.
5: Right, but there's 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 situations where you can make it's it got tougher to have a on better him. Better chance, yes, sure,
6: yeah.
5: Um, but with the Lakers losing two, they already had a thin backcourt, and now mm-hmm. they've lost two of the four players they were generally playing in general. Can the Lakers even get to those lineups or 80s at five? Because my big thing with the Clippers is when the Lakers stay big. Yes, they do have an edge on the glass, and Dwight has been, honestly, the surprise of the season for me, and JaVale's been productive, and that Mm -hmm. big lineup works, but it does also constrict the floor, and that's, at least in the first two games against the Clippers, that's led to LeBron taking a ton of bailout shots, and AD on the same vein kind of taking a lot more mid-range shots again to the rim.
6: Do they even have the capability to get to that small lineup with, with all those guys missing? So I think it's a, I think it's a very fair question. Um, the Lakers generally, they didn't go as small with AD at five as as we and, – and In fact, I thought they weren't closing games with him much. They actually weren't closing games with JaVale either. It was Dwight that was right. generally closing games. Um, so I think it's kind of important for the Lakers to stay big for – one particular reason, especially against the Clippers, and that is when you're playing the Clippers and it's Paul George and Kawhi, I right. think the best two options to guard those guys are LeBron and Anthony Davis. And so, if Anthony Davis is going to be defending a wing player, then you have to make a choice because he's not going to be at the rim. Anthony Davis is one of the best shot blockers in the league, but right. If Anthony Davis is going to be on the perimeter, which is something he is really, really good at doing and disrupting people, the Lakers have uh, the best shot-blocking team in the league, and that is because they have generally had Anthony Davis and another big guy on the floor, whether it's JaVale or Dwight. So if you're going to have Anthony Davis guarding either Kawhi or Paul George, and LeBron probably takes the other when it matters the most, then it is probably necessary, helpful whatever, to have somebody else at the back line of the defense, and that's going to be Dwight or JaVale. So I don't think we were going to see – I think we would see a uh, AD at five more than we had in the preseason, but not as much as I thought we would see because if you're going to want to have him chasing around on the perimeter some, then you're still going to want to have somebody back there. Now, LeBron is also, for whatever you think of his defensive effort during the regular season,
7: when he turns
6: it on and how <laughs> – how, when he turns it on, how much can he turn it on? All of those are questions and fair questions. But when LeBron is on, he's also one of the best defenders in the league and a great weak side shot blocker. I think where the Avery Bradley and then Rajon Rondo injuries and absence really hurt is Rondo was basically the only person other than LeBron that Frank trusted to <laughs> dribble a basketball. So I think it is... I think it's fair and especially against, you know, ball pressure which the which is basically how the Clippers beat the Lakers in the first game is right. just is just picking up Pat Bev being a bulldog picking up 94 feet and just trying to eat guys lunch. So I you know, I think that is the big concern. Like KCP, I KCP is a in it's my a opinion a better guys. basketball player than Rajon Rondo, right? And KCP is going to take most of those minutes. Um, I think Alex Caruso is better than Rajon Rondo. However, those guys aren't great off the balance as decision-makers, all of that. so No, they're, the they're better fits
5: be- with LeBron.
6: They're not better without him, though. Correct. So I think the question becomes, like, who is going to be the Lakers' secondary ball handler? I think some of that is mitigated. The problem is mitigated. The danger is mitigated by the fact that LeBron is going to be playing 40 or 42 minutes as opposed to – you know, 35 minutes. Sure. but I think it is a real concern who is going to dribble other than LeBron. I mean, I, to be honest, I think, I mean, look, KCP is not a ball handler, but I think he's Dion
1: waiters. So guys, I, think that, I think,
6: I think that, I think that's the answer. I think it's going to be, that can't little, be the
1: answer. If that's the answer, that's not an answer.
6: Well, I think that's, that's I think a problem. That if that's the answer, an answer.
1: You don't like the question. I
6: think <laughs> that could be an answer for four minutes. Like Dion waiters has a little juice. Off a high ball screen. Oh, he
1: always has a little juice. He always has <laughs> fair, a little juice.
6: Fair, fair. Um, I and also look, old friend, war warriors fans. I don't. Know if old friend is fair, but <laughs> yeah, I think Quinn Cook will get a minute here and there. To Jesus try. Christ. Right. So, I, so, look, so here, here's
1: what here's what I think. I, I, so I, I actually I thought the war uh, I thought the Lakers were better when I watched that that third game. I know Sam was. Not happy with that one. Just you know, he, he, he didn't he didn't you know, honestly I wasn't happy with myself. Um, but I just thought I know, that we're hold, better. On, hold on, hold on, hold
6: on. I get it, right? I grew up a Warriors fan, so I get about the Lakers, whatever.
1: I don't know if it's, it's actually about y'all the Lakers, i rooting for the Clippers. I, you know, I actually don't it wasn't even about the Lakers thing for me. I, I hated hate his Lakers going up obviously. I didn't like Kobe, Shaq, those guys like won a lot. Um to me to me it was it was it's more LeBron stuff. It's more just like I don't eh, care for. No honestly I mean, no I got cares Nick, I got
5: Nick right telling me that it counts for what? like 5 to five to six right. rings or something. No, like that, Nobody <laughs> outside of LA,
1: not even in LA, like nobody outside. Yeah. Nick Ray calling it six rings. If he wins another one, fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, see, uh, but, y'all
6: hear everybody saying the Lakers lost their two best perimeter defenders, <laughs> which They've literally they have not watched basketball in the last three years. Yeah. Bradley's been good. I actually, oh, Bradley, you know, Bradley, Great. Yeah. R- yeah Rondo's yeah, Bradley, not. Yeah. <laughs> Bradley. Sure.
1: Yeah. Because, because Bradley doesn't have to do anything outside of, you know, Chuck some threes up and, and guard one guy. Right. So, so he's going to be fine. Um, but, but now I don't know, like kind of uh, looking back on it, I think the, the, the continuity stuff is these, neither of these, these teams kind of play together that much. I mean, like all LeBron teams, they don't play with each other that, lo- that much. The Clippers don't look like, they, they look like they don't even, yeah, like but they, honestly, You're the team always, all
6: year, so those guys, those guys like literally haven't played together. Your yeah. team
5: always has a higher floor when the offenses let LeBron make every decision, though. Like, it, that's always going to put you. the same with
1: Kawhi, though. That's, that's the thing. Like to me, it, fe- it feels like it-, it comes down to me. Kawhi, LeBron, maybe pretty close. And there's this there's this belief that I think that Anthony Davis is like a top, like a preordained top five MVP type of guy. And I just can I see it first. Look, I, I okay, saw. Think, I saw. Okay,
6: do you I think, him do him do you think win he's better play- than Paul George?
1: Probably, but there's a lot of other players that are also playing basketball in that series. That's and fair. the Clippers That's have fair. between those four guys, the Clippers probably have the next five best players. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just mm-hmm. there's a lot of
4: mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'd
1: rather take like there's really not anybody else on the Lakers I'd r- rather have than than a lot of those Clippers guys after that. But the thing to me is there's just a lot of. Ad oh that's a top five guy automatically like LeBron and Ad those guys that that's that's a title that's a favorite and to me it's more of yeah if they win okay now I get it it's been proven I don't think it's been proven neither with Paul George I think
6: it's fair. I I think always it's fair George... to look I think I think LeBron and Ad are the best duo in the league but I think it's fair to ask those questions of Ad because he didn't he's been really good this year but his time in in New Orleans he was hurt some and. He never was able to elevate his team, other than them beating beat the Black Portland. Ops in Portland. Like yep. he was never able to elevate those guys. And I think it's a fair question: if you're a top whatever guy in the league, you know, can you elevate kind of random teammates? Even though he had some decent, you know, he had some more talent. He can play. I mean, he's, he's yeah. had some guys. Um, Heritage. I, and, I'm not and, gonna play off Rondo. In fact, <laughs> I've got uh, I've got a confession here. Fair, in my opinion, I think. I think LeBron and AD are the best duo in the league. I don't. I I don't know if AD is going to win uh, Defensive Player of the Year. I think he probably should um, because of the versatility, right? Like Gobert, obviously, is a name. I, mean, I really talked about, there. and Giannis probably will win. But Anthony Davis has that versatility, like Giannis, where he can guard every. You know, Gobert. Do you like
5: AD more as a? as a kind of backline playing the 5 or what he's done this year which is really kind of I mean he's been going to the perimeter a lot more. Yeah, I'm I like talking.
6: I like him as a just kind of like game wrecker where you can deploy him in any way, right? Kind of like Draymond. what Draymond out there like yeah. a little Draymond. Um look, he's obviously a lot taller than Draymond, a lot longer. Nobody has Draymond's defensive IQ, um but he is kind of similar in a lot of ways, just because you know he's ninety percent the thinker that Draymond is defensively. But at least at this point, the length and the athleticism allows. Well, him he to- just, he
5: just gets to stuff that no one else can get to. Is the yeah, thing with right. him? It's yes. It, it's um, it's annoying. I think the first thing that stood out to me at the Lakers when I watched him at one of the forty-five games they played at Chase this year was. Like by God, they just length all over like it felt like a more yeah. refined version yeah. of the uh 16 Thunder, where you're like, God, they're just huge at every position. Yeah,
6: so it is so it is that. But also like those those Thunder teams that would give the Warriors a bunch of problems is the Lakers kind of zigged when everybody else zagged, right? Everybody else right. Is going for wings, 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 wings. And I, I still think that's probably the move, yeah. right? Uh, in the NBA going forward, but the Lakers decided not only point. to just be huge everywhere, but also athleticism. Right? Anthony yeah. Davis is a fantastic. Anthony Davis is six ten, six eleven, and is a great athlete. LeBron still maybe the best athlete in the league. He's six nine and and playing small forward. It, slash it helps guard. that
5: they created a roster where he can be the slowest player on the roster. So. Right.
6: Right. And like, look, Dwight is not the athlete that he used to be, his back. And so, but this year, I mean, he can still, in bursts, he can still do it. Warriors fans are going to remember JaVale. JaVale is still a great... So it's really like 6'9", six, 6'11", six, seven feet, 7 feet with athleticism. They can also play Kuz in some of those lineups. Kuz actually is better defensively. As, as a wing player. So that's another 6'9 guy who's a pretty decent athlete. So the Lakers are pretty enormous. And I think one of the things that is going to benefit the Lakers is I would guess shooting is not going to, you know, <laughs> shooting is going to be like the slowest thing to come back, I would guess for a lot of teams, right? Shooting is one of those things that is a comfort thing, is a practice thing, is knowing the arena, feeling comfortable with the background, and is a rhythm. Yeah, that's
5: going to be weird when it's uh, right. Just so an empty at the gym. Lakers,
6: the Lakers being huge and destroying people on the offensive glass, I think is early on. We'll see if it translates into the early rounds of the playoffs. But early on, I think the Lakers being so enormous and athletic on the offensive glass is going to be a thing.
1: Um. All right. So I wanna I wanna talk East actually before we okay. get on to anything else. I'm gonna do a couple of reads before we get there. Um. All right. So you're gonna love you're gonna love these ones. All right. So <laughs> oh, first okay. one up. I need it. I'm first looking for one it. up, baby. Bet online. There is no shortage of action going out going on at our exclusive partners, betonline.ag. Been doing this for months. So you guys know what the promo code is. You know the deal. Stor- sports are making their way back. Bet online. Best odds and lines. For UFC. Ah, snoozer this weekend with Usman and Masvidal. A lot of talk. Not much fight. NASCAR, boxing, soccer. I'm getting into soccer. Tottenham or something. Whatever, Sam. That's what I'm Tottenham, going with. Yeah, yeah, Tottenham. I can't Tottenham.
5: listen to you talk Tottenham. about soccer.
1: And, and if you need yeah, even Spurs. more. They're called the Spurs for you, NBA. Thank you. See, there you go. They have a Korean dude. If you need even more, they have simulated <laughs> yeah, NFL. have gotten to fight with their goalie. <laughs> uh, NBA. Maybe you can bet on that. UFC simulations all day, every day, live on the website. Looking for something else other than sports? Bet online as hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, prop bets. You can check them all out. BetOnline.ag, Blue Wire, and you get a free welcome bonus. So that's one word, Blue Wire. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. All right, we're not done. There's one more. Brand new. Brand new. Me and uh, Sam and I specifically, uh, specifically requested this one. So support for Lightyear's podcast this week and for the next few weeks brought to you by manscaped who is the best hey, in mans- hey. <laughs> best in men's below the belt grooming manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels they obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience so telling me that it's, it's telling me here to, to tell a story so uh so i you know i was gonna hand it over to sam to tell a story but he's uh he's too busy laughing um, <laughs> andy, but, andy, are you, are, andy are you are you a, a single guy uh, I am. yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Me and you. So, uh, you got yeah. to so, keep it clean. So, keep it clean. You don't. So, the worst thing you want to do is, you know, date goes well. You know, it's happy hour. You end up at a bar, lounge, Barbarossa. You know, you, you meet someone or it's a hinge <laughs> date. You know, everything goes well. I take her home. And then it's just bad. You know, you just forgot. It's been like a week. Mm. It just looks like, it, I don't even. It just, <laughs>
6: Who knows no, what it looks like at that point? I don't want to look at it. There's going to be no repeat
1: after it. that
5: date. Yep. I don't want to think about that. Yep,
1: don't think about it. No, The listeners, don't think about it. And you know how you don't think about it? Use Manscaped. So that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released a new and improved lawnmower. Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents thanks to manscapes advanced skin safe technology when i tell you this is premium i mean premium batteries last up to 90 minutes jesus so you can take a longer shave the water resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower what can't this do one of the coolest features is the led light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer more precise trimming it's like a rave you can you can do that too in the shower they've also upgraded to a 7,000 rpm motor with quiet stroke technology Let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your uh, mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you are listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it first hand <clears throat> for yourself. Trim that junk. Twenty percent off. Twenty percent off and free shipping with code uh, your code lightyears at Manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get twenty percent off free shipping with the code lightyears at Manscaped.com. That's twenty pr- percent off. Free shipping.
5: I expect to be added with those um, testimonials about how much of a difference it made. Well, uh, hold on.
6: you guys are going to laugh at this, but I have actually spoken to. I know uh, uh, on the Lakers, Danny Green (DG) and AC, the goat Alex Caruso, both um, have uh, doing some work with with Manscaped, and it's and legit. Both. Yeah, no, they both, legit. Me, they, they both told me. I, they both told me. They've both given me glowing reviews yeah. recommendations i'm not i'm not even trying to be funny whatever both of them have told me it's really great so sam
1: sam says he's posting before and after pics he texted me oh. this before the show yeah <laughs> he's throwing that on the timeline yeah he might throw that on discord or let years premium <laughs> so maybe it's
5: only for premium listeners anyway we're gonna move <laughs> it forward All
1: right, um, Easter, sam Easter. Does not.
5: sam does not seem like a hairless gentleman either so no look no i need i need the i need i need the full lawnmower we'll go with that anyway <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, why do you guys?
1: By the way, just all like ever since the NBA said they're coming back, I honestly haven't worded, heard a single thing about the Milwaukee Bucks. Look, I get it. Mm-hmm. Look, they choked last season. Mm-hmm. They, they look like shit. Chris didn't show. Honestly, Giannis didn't really show up by there at the end. They were up. And Kawhi took it to him. Kawhi won the championship. But my God, this team was on pace to win almost 70 games. Best plus minus, best net rating, offense stats, darling, top defense, top offense. Continuity, so, all y- the, You know, yes, MVP yeah. continuity, good yeah. shooting team. Like, I just. I, it, Chris Middleton's a top 10 player, apparently, per Bleacher Report. So it's like, I don't.
6: Whoa, whoa, uh, excuse me, what?
1: Yeah, I know. Bleacher Report says there are. Chris Middleton, he's good, but top 10's a little. But it, Go I don't know. I. I it seems like they're like yeah, at this point it seems like they're like it feels like if the Bucks play the Lakers in the finals, like a lot of people
5: are just going Lakers in five, right? It
1: just feels like it just feels like that. Maybe that's not what will happen, but
5: my God. Well, I have a I have a I have a thing that no one mentions. At what point are we gonna start talking about Budenholzer the same way that we talk about Dan Tony with the lack of adjustments in every series and I mean they're both excellent coaches, but if I if I've Here's something to keep in mind. Budenholzer teams have lost four games in a row every time they've lost a series. I think the last four years in a row, they were up 2-0, lost 4-2. Year before, similar. I mean, it's just it's over and over. Again. Yeah,
6: so I, I was convinced um, last year, uh, one of my closest friends in the world played for the Blazers back in the day when I was there and lives in Milwaukee now. Close with him, his wife, and, and his boys. And I was convinced the Warriors were gonna play the Bucks in the finals. So I bought after it was two I was two oh Bucks, right? They, right the right, Bucks right. were up two oh against the Raptors. I was convinced, but had tickets for the Bucks Warriors, bought plane ticket out to go the beginning of the series because the Bucks had the best record in the league, was going out for games one and two, was gonna hang out, go see some NBA finals action, and then yeah, that didn't work. I did still go out. I still flew out to Milwaukee and watched the finals from uh, Milwaukee. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not really happy about yeah, that. Yeah, don't. Yeah, you didn't need to say that. Toronto's a great. By the way, Toronto's a great city. So, um, yes, sir. I, <laughs> I think the interesting thing about the Bucks, nobody has exactly figured out yet what like the secret sauce for the Bucks is. Um, they give up. You know, in the three-point revolution, everybody says you know you want to you want to shoot as many threes as possible. You on defense, you want to hold right. down threes. The Bucks give up more threes than anybody in the league, and they just destroy people at the rim. You can't score on them at the rim. Um, but as we talked about before, I think that shooting is probably going to be the last thing that comes back in you know in the bubble. Right. So I think at least at the beginning we'll see how long it lasts. But if the Bucks continue to give up a bunch of threes, my guess is that defensively they have an advantage. Um, they kind of just kind of force you into like I mean Giannis is a monster and he's a hundred feet tall, but they kind of just force you into Giannis, force you into Brook Lopez who just stands there and and you just and is tall. I, I mean I think I literally I think they're like five or six percentage points better than Portland who's second at field goal percentage defense at the rim. And the gap between them and Portland one and two is like the same as between Portland and whoever is 14th. I mean, they are like, they are a a historically good defense, which is kind of strange because they give up so many threes, but that may be to their advantage going into this bubble because, look, frankly, none of us know what it's going to look like, but my guess is shooting is going to be the last thing to come around.
3: Do we
5: think Philly? The way I look at it, Philly and Boston. I guess I should throw Toronto in there, or probably the the next tier of the East, right? Toronto's uh, in yeah, that tier, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, Toronto's, Toronto's in that tier. So I'm, I'm I'm just yeah. being disrespectful. To yeah, I apologize. <laughs> okay. I apologize to that. Um, as,
6: much as, as much as you guys don't like it.
5: No, no, I don't.
1: I don't no, know We like Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, I just kind yeah. of. And I me always. Too,
6: they're the world champions.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. We actually. We we like Toronto. I think. No. I, I'm I fine with th- them. I mean, I, I, I think I it's always, my favorite
6: NBA city, but I don't. I, <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, that. Let uh, here's a thing about too. You want to talk about Toronto a little bit? That uh, there were a lot of the the I look at this season and even before the pandemic happened to me, I looked at all of these teams. And there's there are flaws. To me, it was always like, man, there's a big drop off between the world champion Warriors and what we're going to get this season. Like whoever wins this season, it's it's yeah. just
6: it's it, because the Warriors were the perfect team. And I, I know, think the Warriors perfect. teams are probably the best team ever. But I, look, the Lakers are really good. The Clippers are really good. The Bucks are right. really good. Right. Um, I. Think there is definitely actually a gap after those three. <laughs>
5: <Actually>. <laughs> that brings us into a that brings us into a great question here. But no, I don't. I
6: don't buy Philly. By the way, to to you don't. No, very fair. No, they were twenty nine okay. and two at Look, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if this is, if this counts as a road game. Look, like, we don't know, right? I keep saying this over and I over. It, but it, we have no. no idea. They were twenty nine and two at home. They were really awful on the road. Now they do have the advantage. It's not the advantage, but. Um, ben Simmons team. wouldn't have played in the playoffs had it been the normal schedule. They he's had a mess. chance to heal his back, so he's going to play. Yeah. So far in practice, from what I'm hearing, they're starting him at power forward, and yeah. Shake Milton is is starting at point Shake.
4: guard. Shake, yeah, yes.
1: get some shooting in there.
6: And Horford's coming off the bench, which is what they were doing Smart. before the game. So, but again, I don't completely trust. You know the combination of yeah. Horford and Ben Simmons and Embiid. At least offensively, none has of those been guys incredibly clunky. They all kind of get in each other's way. They will Horford kind of spaces out to three. Some didn't shoot it that well this year, but he's most comfortable drifting towards the same areas that Embiid needs to work at. Well, they have four. They at. have
5: four players who want to operate in the same part of the court. Like you can throw Tobias. Tobias can shoot the three, but he wants to hang out in the kind of elbows. He's running mid, mid post iso's. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. it's yeah. all. I Here's mean, Barnes. Yeah, they well, they're Paris. one they're one player away from a five power forward lineup. So, um,
6: but Knicks, I wanted to get the Knicks tried that. At, uh, in yeah, they the they off did. Last year, yeah.
5: Not quite as good of power forwards, but you know no, the concept.
6: No, it would not appear.
5: <laughs> um, I want to get into some questions. We had let's get it. Way too many questions here, but um, <laughs> from sicko mode.
6: How, how do you? Travis how's, Scott and Drake. Speaking of yeah. Toronto.
5: How do you guys think the 08-09 Warriors would have matched up against this year's L.A. teams for 2018-19? The, oh, oh, the last, oh, last, oh, eight, last.
6: Oh, eight, oh, would be fun. <laughs> like, oh, oh, after after Barron left? I don't know.
5: <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the Stephen Jackson, C.J. Watson Warriors team. <laughs>
6: <laughs> no, uh, yeah, Andres is still there, right? Yes. <laughs> so I know, this, I know that nobody's going to make a free throw.
5: Yeah, it's, 80s already shut down. Andres got it, uh, but no. Uh, last year's Warrior team, the 18-19 uh, Warriors.
6: How they? How do they compare to?
5: How do they match up against the LA teams? This how well, look, would they have theoretically matched up against? Shape up against.
6: Um. Them? Now, I, I. So my answer to this question is that's a great uh, question. Is this before? Draymond. This is after. You know, this Duranta. is after. It's no, the playoffs. assumption.
5: The assumption is it's in the playoffs. Post where like everyone's aware that they're, they're falling know, apart. The you yeah. know the the mojo. The locker
6: yeah. room is no, not okay. in the greatest um, place. Um,
1: yep. So Katie's gone. Everybody knows. Like this is this now, is. Yeah.
6: Now is, how, how is Katie's calf slash? Everyone's
1: calf. healthy. It, right. we're we're the everyone's healthy. But
6: if everyone is healthy, that the collect the Warriors' collection of talent last year overwhelmed. In my opinion overwhelms literally every other team that has ever played basketball. Um, now this Lakers team, I've been around it. I've traveled with it, right? This Lakers team, and it's going to sound cliche, but whatever it is, like that joy, maybe that the Lakers, the Warriors had, I wasn't you know, around that team, but maybe like the oh, Warriors had year. Katie's first year, right? Like that joy and whatever it is, that camaraderie, the Lakers team, it sounds cliche and it's going to make me sound like a homer, I think, hopefully, during this podcast, I've developed a, a little bit of cachet, so you don't think that's the case. I think but you're right, though. You're, I you're think you're gonna that's get, true. You're going to get criticized. Team, like way. this <laughs> Lakers team, literally this Lakers team. Again, I've been around. You know, I think I that's in true. Portland for nine, ten years, and I've been around three. Like I've been in the NBA around teams. I, I did some freelance stuff for the Warriors a few years ago, so I've been around NBA teams for most of my adult life. Right, so like the last fifteen-ish years or so. And for whatever reason, this Lakers team likes each other and has more fun together than any team I've ever been around. And it sounds cliche, but it's the truth. Now, how much does that help? I don't know, but it, <laughs> it does help, right? It, it doesn't right. hurt. So right. they would have that advantage over last year's post-meltdown Draymond and KD Warriors. Here's a,
5: here's a better question. Then.
6: The, the, the Warriors' talent, though, is so overwhelming that I think the, I think the Kevin Durant – Warriors you know from his first year to his third year that collection pick a year in there I think those teams are the best teams in NBA history so I'm going to take them against any other team right
5: which uh which roster do you think would match up better with the Warriors are you taking the Lakers who would be bigger than the Warriors with AD probably guarding KD and Dwight on Draymond and you know like Avery, we'll give you, we'll, we'll assume like Avery, Look, Bradley. Avery Bradley.
6: gave step. No, when Avery Bradley was with the Celtics, we're, we're he assuming gave Steph it's some not. The,
5: yeah, we're we're assuming it's not the uh, post pandemic. I'm not playing. Right. So, yeah, so yeah. Everyone's everyone's yeah. fully healthy. Is that a better defensive matchup against them, or is it you put Kawhi on KD and you, got, you got Paul Danny, George, got Danny
6: Green, Danny Green on Clay?
5: Yeah, or, or I was gonna say or the Clippers version, which would be Paul George on. Um, Clay Beverly on Steph, no. Kawhi on KD. I mean, they, they both match, match up. Draymond is a hell of a matchup. Yeah, they both match up well. Which one do you think gives the Warriors more problems?
6: Um, I'm gonna say I think the Lakers give the Warriors more problems. I don't know. How, I, I again, I still favor the the Warriors, but I think the Lakers give the Warriors more problems. Like if you go back to last they, year's cause finals, because they zag, they zig against because yeah, they're at least yes. bigger yeah and and all of those warriors teams especially when they were playing the the hamptons five or the death lineup the, those warriors teams their biggest um their biggest achilles heel maybe their only achilles heel was they weren't particularly good on the defensive glass and so right. the lakers team on the offensive glass would with that size would give them some problems um plus look we saw last year in the finals as good as Kawhi was the Warriors didn't have anybody, he, and they still had to take Kawhi off of Steph because Steph was destroying him. And Kawhi
1: honestly wasn't that good in the finals, offensive.
6: Yeah, I mean, he was good. Like, He, he was good. good, but right, he but was he was good. wasn't. Like, but the fact he t- that he like, took
5: over in Game Four on it
1: mattered. Right.
6: He he, the, play, he played like yeah. Raptors, he wasn't. The fact that the Raptors had like the like 15, second to eighth best players, right, problem, right, right. So,
1: um, I. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think I think the I think the Lakers are probably a, a tougher matchup. I think the Clippers are essentially kind of fighting fire with fire, and you never want to do that with kind of the most explosive offensive team of all time. Um, at least the Lakers will try to do something different and slow it down. That's what LeBron's always been good at against the Warriors. And yeah. um, try to pick on stands, try, to yeah. try to slow it down and not he he in the sweep he tried to play fire fire with fire
5: and he got swept. Um, but
1: you know, it's, it's, yeah, even the
5: 18 Rockets, um, part of their success was the fact that Chris Paul and James Harden dribbled the ball, dribbled the Hmm. air out of the ball. And it was just kind of like, I mean, could the Warriors even get a rhythm because you have to
6: right? like, so I saw the the first game, the Rockets, right. They, they made the trade, um, and decided that the Rockets were only basically this year, we're only going to play Robert Covington or PJ Tucker at center. Right. And I love so that. in so the Lakers, the first game after the trade deadline, the Rockets came to Staples Center and beat the Lakers up pretty good. And the Lakers, I, I wanna say between Dwight and Javale, the two of them combined played like twenty minutes, I think. And uh, they
5: Miami, tried to go again, small.
6: That's a mistake, right? And it's a mistake because you want to keep your advantage. You want to you, you want to exaggerate your advantage. Right. If you are going to shift down and play the Rockets game, play the small game, or like all of those Warriors teams, even going back to Don Nelson, right? Like right. The, the Mavs and the, the, eight, the 07 and the We Believe. If you're going to shift down and play small against those Warriors teams or the Warriors teams of the past few years or this Rockets team, in my opinion, that's a mistake. Why? Why? their small guys are better than yours, right? If, you, if you're if you shifting down, you're taking one of your best players off the floor. Right. And their small guys are inherently better than your small guys. So I think that you would in this case, I think the Lakers in, in this hypothetical would be better equipped to deal with the Warriors. And you, the Lakers would probably, this Lakers team would probably have to stay big against those Warriors teams. But look, like, no, in my opinion, no team in the history of the NBA can hang with Steph and Clay, if like prime Steph and Clay and Durant and Draymond and like nobody. right. You saw like, you saw nobody. ten
1: minutes, ten minutes of that Warriors team uh, in Game Five when KD came back. Where they just launched a barrage of points, yeah, it gave, and, those, and it, it just like 10 minutes like, and had twelve points. The, and it was,
6: yeah, it looked like was, a few was years that? Ago. Right,
1: I just I just was like, what? What just? So yeah. Um. All right. So. Well, I was I was
6: actually at. Uh, this was was it last year? Uh, or was it two years ago? I don't remember. It was in Portland. I went to the game. It was game. I think four in Portland. I think it was two years ago. Game four in Portland. Um, cause so I worked with Lakers. So when the Warriors are up there, Lakers, I go up and see it. And it was like, I mean, it was literally, I don't remember exactly. It was like 13, nothing. The Warriors were up like 20. To oh, 20. you're
1: talking about the first KD team. The first team? Was that the first?
6: Yeah. It was game four, you know, they're up by like
1: 30 in the first quarter. It was, it was, yeah. it was
6: literally like, yeah. yeah, it was literally like 20 to two and it yeah. was just three, yeah. three and you're done. Right. Like yeah. just quit. I just don't bother. It, yeah. Right. Cause that team had, they were, somewhere between very good and exceptional defensively. And they just had firepower that no other team in NBA history has ever like, had and probably will ever have again.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, uh, yeah, well, we can talk about that for all day, but, uh, let's get to the, uh, to the next, there's a bunch of questions. We won't get to all the questions we might have, to all right, I got, I got
5: one here uh, You got from, one. from right. Kyle Madsen, friend of the show, which of the Warriors five final teams would you be most worried about if they were in the bubble? <laughs> what, what does that mean? What does that mean most worried about? I'm thinking he's referring to the recent string of players who are breaking quarantine for a postmates or just
6: oh, uh, yeah. just
5: a variety of reasons that you're worried that like oh, I know the answer to this one.
6: The, the answer to this one is um, the answer <laughs> to this one is the 2015 champions or the 2016.: Oh, really? Either one. Yeah, why they got swag-Zilly. I Yeah, Festus is, is the guy I trust least on any of those Warriors teams to stay quarantined.
5: <laughs> that is a good one. That is not. He wasn't. Actor. He was in Portland, by the way. So that he, is not fair. an. Yeah, I think he, he
6: didn't ever play a game for the Blazers.
5: I would. I was gonna Swindle. say. I was gonna say 2018 because you have the swaggy P factor, and mm, then you also mm, have yeah, the. Fair. You also have the um, core starting to be a little checked out, not maybe being <laughs> bro, as locked yeah, into every detail. To, but
6: by the time you get to the playoffs and the True. finals, they, the, they were able to sort of, lock I think, I, I think it's I, the first the win last year. If they're not right, they're not destroyed by injury. They're
1: not injured. They went all five years. Come on. We know that. I think, I think it's the, I think it's the first Katie warriors actually. Cause I think Draymond and Katie are still best friends. And, uh, I think they're still partying together. And, uh, and we know how, uh, we know, we KD know, didn't get Corona for, for, for nothing. So, uh, we, uh, so I, <laughs> I they think Jeremy. The,
6: the, the Nets were, the Nets were there. Um, the, the whole damn team? The Lakers played. The Nets were there. And I said, what's up to KD? And I've decided, I, all my tests, I've been tested a handful of times. All my yeah. tests have been negative. But I've decided that KD gave me Coronavirus. <laughs> and so, I have the antibodies. I haven't done the antibody test yet, but I've decided he gave Yeah, I
1: should do that said, one. I've heard about him. that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
6: How are um, you guys not sway, s- swagsy? Come on.
1: Yeah, we missed we missed out on that one, but uh, but I always just think of Draymond, and then and KD came to you know San Francisco for a reason. Yeah, so. But
6: KD's he'll a go. sixteen game player. I, he, he'll get it together, to, He yeah. oh, Can't me, get Draymond together if he's not if he's better. not allowed to play. <laughs> <laughs> ah, don't let I KD think that's play. Uh, I think
5: that's the, the essence of the question. It's not about what they can do on the court. It's about who will not be available on the court. Believe me, <laughs> Steph
1: is going to be available. He will not be doing anything besides in that bubble, reading a book, reading the
6: Bible maybe, and just, you know, enjoying his time. And, I guess and- – uh, here's the other question. Is, does Clay, is Clay permitted to uh, bring Ooh. Rocco?
1: Ooh. Hmm. I mean, Clay, Clay's breaking quarantine. Left.
6: Not if, like, no, if Rocco's there, he's good.
1: I mean, they have to at that point. They got to. There's no choice.
7: I yeah, think Clay, look, would, he, Clay, Clay did is going to pull a
1: Rashawn Holmes. Like he's going to accidentally break quarantine. He's just—he's not going to even that, realize. That's the way he's
5: going to do it for postmates. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs>
6: um. If Clay can bring Rocco, he's—he's he's good. He's solid. I—I yeah. I, I, I feel good about Clay. As long as Rocco's there, I feel good about Clay. And look, maybe he has to wait until the first round of the playoffs is over, and he can bring his three family members. Maybe his dog counts as one of his three family members. After the first round of the playoffs, but I, I feel good about Clay if Rocco's there. Nice. Um,
1: all right, you got one Sam? I have one. I have. Uh, Go for it, layman analyst. Uh, definitely friend friend of the podcast. Uh, so, all right, this this one's a good one. Um, we haven't talked about this one Aaron enough yet. Will time? He's a little dramatic here. Will time a road? <laughs> he's a little, little dramatic, but bear with me. Will time erode the shit stain of COVID nineteen on the twenty twenty Larry O'Brien Trophy to provide it at least a dull, forgettable shine, or will it be forever marked as a cursed, ill-begotten championship?
6: Um, very well written. No, I don't. I mean, that is <laughs> that is quite
1: dramatic. <laughs> yeah, really dramatic. I was, like I love a romance it. novel. Yeah, I, I know. Shakespeare. Yeah.
6: <laughs> um, I think that time like softens everything. Um, especially when it comes to sport it also contorts everything because you know every i don't know why we think that basketball is like the one endeavor in human existence where things <laughs> don't get better with time right um, shout out all those 91 92 bulls fans that think they're going to beat the 2000 2001 lakers or any of those warriors teams but um, i think that i think it's not i, I think it's fair to say asterisks if you mean asterisks as different I don't think it's fair to say asterisk if you mean like doesn't count for this title. Um, all the teams are playing under the same rules. So whoever wins wins. And I don't, I think you are doing a disservice to all the guys um, and the guys that frankly are, you know, under some really difficult circumstances. Um, if you yeah. think that this championship, whoever wins it, has an asterisk, and my my guess is much like as time goes on, I mean, look, this one's going to be different, but as time goes on, all of the surrounding components kind of fade from memory, and the only thing that matters is who won, how they won, who was in it, are kind of become like footnotes. So this one is going to be different. I think that's fair. This one is going to be different, but I think as time goes on, like, we're going to remember... Whoever wins this championship wins this championship. I do. The asterisks, I think it's fair if you say, look, this one is different, but since everybody is under the same circumstances, I don't think it's fair to say that this one is worth less or doesn't count or whatever.
5: By the way, I, I, think I, I, have, a th- I have a theory on it. I think if the team who wins it is led by a player who has won other stuff, it's going to... It's going to be viewed as um, kind of an enhancer on their legacy. Like we can use LeBron and Kawhi as the most obvious examples. They've both led teams to titles in the past.
6: In twenty and years, old, would be the the first guy to win Finals MVP with three different teams.
5: Exactly for for well for both actually yeah yeah you know. What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but there's just the case that it's like, you know, no one's questioning the validity. The only way the validity of this gets questioned is if, I don't know, like the Orlando magic win and it's, you know, kind of like a ragtag bunch of players who never right. really have another relevant moment. And so NBA what,
6: is, history. what is the line? What is the line of demarcation of like, how, how low do you have to get before it's not legitimate?
1: Okay, so Western Conference: Lakers, Clippers,
6: Rockets. You said that with some hesitation. I, I like the. I'm rooting for the Rockets because I think it'd be hilarious. I think. I think. No, I think, I think no, Westbrook. No, <laughs> Andy, I follow you on Twitter. No, you aren't. <laughs> you
2: know. I you know.
6: Rockets. I think. Uh, I think. I think
5: Westbrook and Harden have done enough over their career that it will be viewed with reverence if they win the COVID Cup title. There you go. And How about the East? How about the East? Um and, and actually I want to throw this in. Don't potentially potentially Denver too. I don't know. Oh, you, God, you really threw the Nuggets in
6: there. I would just well yeah, kn- let me get, I need to hit the Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going no, nugget, no, no, I, I, yeah. I don't Classic think they, I, I, Sam.
5: Classic I don't, don't think Sam. they will but like Jokic has another 10 years. So who knows? Like if he wins this no, one have, first and they can We have no idea.
6: Jokic is yeah. not in the bubble yet and we have no idea what skinny Jokic if he can still hoop.
5: That's true. I don't think I don't think being skinny helps him.
6: I mean maybe, no, 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 no. Let me be clear. Maybe, maybe it does. We just have no idea. Skinny
5: mellow, skinny mellow, I think
6: will Yeah, well. mellow, yeah. Looks it's
1: great. Skinny. Um, all right, so the East, yeah. the box obviously. Toronto,
6: Boston? No, or Toronto is th- definitely. Toronto won okay. last year. So if Toronto with back to back, it's completely legitimate. Okay. And then Philly, Boston, I don't I mean a lot both of Both those teams both those teams people, are young. Philly, a lot of people there are plenty of people that had Philly either winning the title or going to okay. the finals before the season started. So Philly seems legit to me.
1: So Embiid just a top is,
6: four. Embiid is somewhere between the fifth and twentieth best player in the league, depending That's on what big,
1: depending on what day he fucking wakes up on the, the wakes on 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 his
5: day he's the best player. But
6: yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I, love, I think I think at everybody's peak, I think Embiid is the best defensive player in the league.
3: Right.
5: We,
6: we just don't. see like that, that. that all yeah. of the time. I like that uh Boston yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean it depends
5: maybe. what it depends what those uh what like Tatum, Brown, those guys do the rest of their career Shout out.
6: Okay. Sh- shout out Cal bear go jalen Shout out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like if is Jason Tatum really did he really become Kawhi Leonard? Do he really become uh, Jason Tatum is really spe- <laughs> Jason special. Tatum is
6: really good. And I watched him give the Lakers, I think it was 41 in Staples Center on, like, a Sunday at 1230 in the yeah, afternoon. Yeah, I was wrong game. on Tatum. Every, every, time I watch
5: it, every time I watch it, him, I just fall into every, like, superlative intangible. Like, oh, he's got
6: it. And you can't, like, it's – it's. I mean – Is that it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, Jason Tatum is really good. Um, yeah. He was not great earlier in the year, so – this he couldn't make a layup streak. in the
5: early part of the year. It's, so,
6: all, like, weird. his season numbers aren't as great, but, I mean, since the All-Star break, that he, he, he that dude has been a problem. He can hoop.
5: All right, let's pivot this. There's some Warriors-related questions here. We get kind of the same ones every week um, because it's a two-year off season. Okay. <laughs> um,
6: I will try to weigh in.
5: All right, softball. so current. Current Warriors going into next year, what do they need for you to feel confident about them beating either of the LA teams? Like right uh, now, right now they have uh, let, let me just preface this. Did right now you just get that always, question up. There's, there <laughs> there was there's, no very, there's like 14 versions of of like half versions of the question, so I just tied it all so together. He 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 yeah, he aggregated it. So, yeah, okay. I'm, a- I'm Sa- aggregating here. Sam, so, like, obviously we have obviously we have Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Um, you obviously have Andrew Wiggins. Pascal is going to be a contributor in some form next year. Um, hopefully, Looney finds a new hip. Um, <laughs> and then and then you got like Marquise, Chris, and a couple of guys who you're probably looking at more to be back end of the rotation. So the real question I'm is back like to
6: the Niners hat for this.
5: Yeah. What what in the realistic realm of possibilities, like I, let's, let's take out the, oh, just trade for Giannis category of like free agency solutions. What are you looking to add to the players I've mentioned that you feel like, okay, whether they beat the other LA team or not, they are absolutely competitive and can beat them in a series?
6: So I think um, assuming health,
5: Right, right. help. I mean, that's, uh,
6: because all these guys both health questions from everybody, right? So, assuming health for staff, yeah. Clay, you know, and I, th- I think the first question for the Warriors, what the Warriors look like next year, and even going forward, I think the first question is Draymond. Um, yep. is Draymond? Does he still have the motivation? Does he still have the it? Because When Draymond is at his best, Draymond is still one of the best 15 or 20 players in the league. He's an absolute terror, especially in combination with Steph. We haven't seen that in a while. So the question is, have we not seen that in a while because, at least this year, because there was no reason to see that. There was nothing to play for. Right. Um, Because he had some good games in the playoffs last year. In the finals, he wasn't great. But he had some good games in the playoffs last year. So I think the first question for the Warriors is... Great point. Who is Draymond? Yep. Um, Outside of that, I think the Warriors have need, in my opinion, the same thing they've needed for several years. I mean, really, (laughs) the same thing they've needed for probably five or six years. Your whole lifetime. (laughs) Is who is going to dribble a basketball? Who is going to get buckets? Who is going to initiate offense in the – Eight to 12 minutes. That's, yeah,
1: that's a good on one. Yep.
6: Um, Because, for, like, even, even with Kevin Durant, who may be the most gifted scorer the NBA has ever seen, yep. even with him, um. Yep. And, and their rotation, a lot of times they both, they kind of play together. Steph and Durant, KD played, you know.
1: All uh, you do follow teams. the Warriors, just really. That's like very follow, niche Warrior stuff right there.
6: I, I mean, it's my job. I follow. <laughs> Well, I mean NBA. I just I followed the NBA obsessively, but as I, told I thought it you, was just
1: nonstop non-stop
6: brawn stuff, you know. I, just, I, grew, oh, I grew I grew up I grew up in I I grew up in San Francisco, so this yeah. is not by accident. Um, even hard so the, They played so Steph and KD I mean it moved around a little bit for but for a lot of their time together with the Warriors, they were both most comfortable playing the entire first and the entire third quarters. So some of it they played KD in the second quarter um, at the beginning, but So even with KD, who is arguably the greatest scorer in the history of the league, getting a bucket without Steph has been a problem for the Warriors for the last five years. So finding somebody who can kind of captain the offense and get a bucket or even get a bucket for somebody else, whether that's Clay or whoever, um, in those first six minutes of the second quarter that Steph sits, I think is a big problem. I also... To be completely honest with you, look, I, all of the, the Ron Adams and everybody saying wonderful things about Andrew Wiggins, I think if Andrew Wiggins has a chance to be a good NBA player, I think it is one of the best chances he has is with the Warriors' development staff. Um, the Warriors have not done a great job drafting, but they have done a pretty good job of developing. Right. So I think that maybe we get... If we get the best version of Andrew Wiggins, that certainly helps, but that's obviously another question. However, like, who is going to play center? I think is a, another interesting question. If the the Warriors are relying on Marquise Chris for like real minutes, he was fine this year, this past year. I think he was better than expected, but like, I don't know. Life's but, all no about means.
5: exceeding expectations.
6: I don't know about like. Kevon Looney has had hip problems going back to his UCLA days. That's why he slipped to 30th in the draft so that the Warriors had a chance to draft him. A lot of teams had him as a lottery pick without that. Um, so I don't know if that looks like James Wiseman in the draft. I mean, like, so I think that is the other question, but oh, whoa. yeah, I, but I mean, look, I think the first and, and who knows, the, the Warriors may along with the the traded player exception, Uh, that they got for trading Iggy. Maybe something happens with that, with the draft to get like an NBA ready guy, because I think the Warriors are most likely to be looking to advance, extend the window of prime or late prime with Steph and clay Mm -hmm. and Draymond. So I I think it is, I think it is possible that the Warriors move their pick and try to get an NBA ready guy to play now whether that takes the pick and the traded player exception, we'll see. But I think really the first question for what this next version of the Warriors looks like is who is Draymond? Is Draymond still a top 15, 20, 25, 30 player in the league? If he cares and is in shape, I still am like somewhat optimistic. I don't ever think he's going to shoot it like he did right. what, what, three years ago where he shot you know, 38, 39% from three. I don't think that's ever coming back, but he is so good on defense and so unique as a guy that can grab and go and initiate offense and is a short role guy and as a passer and decision-maker on offense that if Draymond is still Draymond, then I think the Warriors are as dangerous as anybody. Look, there are, there are really smart NBA people that thought the Warriors were going to win the title again this year.
1: That was pretty funny. That was, I love that.
6: So LZR. so I think the first question it's a long winded answer, but I think the first question for the Warriors is who is Draymond? going forward
1: i think yeah out of of everyone and we talk about this every week out of everyone you know you would think steph and clay are probably going to be some version of themselves you know 85 percent. i think steph is still there i think clay probably want to say 85 clay might might take half the season to to fully get his legs back at minimum
5: so but draymond
1: i still got belief right like i think draymond if if the playoffs started today like i think he's ready to go um but again it's not about you don't get to rest for 82 games anymore it's not how the Warriors – that's not how next year is going to go, right? So he's going to have to show up for yeah.
6: 70. Yeah, and I think that's really interesting, right? Because Draymond is the – there's 82-game players and a 16-game 16, 16 players. Great quote. Um, and I think for the first time in his career as a star slash superstar, right, this was true the first couple of years of his career. Right. But for the first time since, like, 2015, Draymond is going to have to be both because yeah. – Going into next year, it's going to be the first time. Assuming everybody's healthy, it's going to be the first time the Warriors are not in his like basketball life. Right? They're not going to be the favorites, right? Like I thought going into this year, assuming Steph health, and then assuming Clay was going to come back in February ish, I thought, and with D'Lo, whatever you thought about D'Lo, I expected the Warriors to be like in the three to six range. Sure. And then be terrifying for everybody in the playoffs because clay would be rounding into form, but going into next year, that's not going to be the case. And the warriors are going to have to be fighting for playoff seeding. And Draymond is not going to get to take, you know, like weeks and months off because everybody knows the warriors are going to be the one seed. And it doesn't matter anyway, because they're going to be destroying people in the playoffs. So, Next year is going to be the first time in at least five or six years that Draymond is going to have to be an 82 game player in addition to being a 16 game player. Yeah. So yeah. also hasn't he, played
1: in two seasons. So I mean, or hasn't played in a whole season because this one didn't count. He didn't play a single game outside of Christmas. So you know, if he, he, <laughs> I, yeah, he didn't. There, he, there, was ever a time for you to get that rest. The, those five seasons that they had to play, so what, they played interesting, all.
6: So I, I tend to agree with you, but what, Andy, what makes you? Like, what makes you still a Draymond believer? I just, I'm watching that Raptor
1: series. I'm basing it off the Raptor series, and the guy's not 36 years old. And so, basing it off the Raptor series, look, he wasn't the best player. He wasn't the best player on the Warriors. You know, he didn't lock up Pascal Siakam, but he was really good. He was really good, and he could play in that series. And, and that to me tells me that he still got something. Um, and that's enough. Uh, that's enough. And they should have, and they would have won, maybe if Clay was healthy. Again, he was impaired anyway. But that tells me that that team could have won a title um, just with those three guys. Um, and they had Alfonso McKinney, they had Quinn Cook. You know, you throw Wiggins in there instead of those guys again. Well, it's Jonas
5: drepko be-
1: Yeah, Jonas drepko He didn't even play. But like, he, that's almost two years removed by that point. The next finals begins, right? So it's a while. But again it's not like these guys are 30 years old. Sometimes people reference these guys and they're like, well, that's, you know, they're, they're in their early thirties. They're almost done. And to me, it's like, look, man, Sam's 35. He's flourishing. He's doing great. You know, I don't see. A reason why I'm not gonna tell- are- I, I ain't going to tell you how old I am. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but it's like I, some of the times
6: it's like these guys, these guys still got years left and they do it. Well, it I think it's more, I think that's more of a fair question for Draymond who yes yes i mean look the brain the, that brain is never going to go away but as he hasn't always the been in shape. Still, one of the, yes he's always he's not always in Pablo, shape Pablo, but also uh, one Pablo of the Pablo. things that that makes him so incredible defensively is his ability to stunt and get back to challenge multiple places multiple efforts blocking shots challenging shots get out to shooters deal and I think those questions are more fair about Draymond, even though I think he's the youngest of the of the three. Yes, he he's he thirty, is. I think. I want to say. Right I think now? I think 30. he and Clay are the same age, but Draymond. He's younger. technically
5: younger than right. Clay by a month, but for what it's worth.
6: But like the archetype of guy, age is better if you're Steph or Clay, right? Like. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so I much of so much Clay of Draymond's has, game yeah, like, is. I I'm, I I actually I, I talked to. I make fun of Michael all the time. I think I may, and I haven't played basketball in several years. I may have a better handle than clay, but he is the second best shooter that planet earth has ever seen. And that is likely to, to age better. And Steph, the handle, the shot, all of that, right. Is likely to age better than Draymond who relies more on strength, athleticism, quickness, et cetera. Now, look, everybody's, Everybody other than LeBron at some point is gonna like lose the father. I think thirty
1: and thirty-one is too young to call that done. That's fair. I think that's I think that's, that's, just, I think I that's think just a that disservice and to them.
6: Are going to age really well because right. they're the two best shooters that planet Earth has ever seen. By then,
1: Draymond's gone. Giannis is here. But go ahead, Sam. Your
6: point. <laughs> As somebody who works for an NBA team, I will not comment on. I don't know why we didn't talk. Yeah, I don't know why we Ooh. didn't talk about it. It's not like Sam hasn't heard.
1: You
5: know, the guy has sources, tentacles everywhere.
1: <laughs> but uh, uh, um,
5: well, there's a reason people why we are talk listening about at it. this point. They've already, you know, that's that's a good point. Um, I wanted to the people know. <laughs> I'm losing. I'm losing my steam here. I'm the age is showing up. This is how Draymond's losing it. The, the days of playing no, no, 48 no, not, minutes no, are gone. You're
6: not allowed to do this. No, nope. I'm 42 <laughs> and have been drinking Hennessy this entire show. Nope, I'm ready to go. We got another hour. Let's get it. Yeah, let's
5: go. <laughs> All right. So, so you you brought this up. So you you think another ball handler, shot creator, should be the Warriors' top priority?
6: Um. Yes. I think that, yeah, I mean, like, even going back to, like, you can go back to the Mark Jackson days, and the Warriors have not had a, like, competent backup point guard. In, I mean, look, Sean Livingston is a competent backup point guard, but Sean Livingston played all over the place. He was a wing. Yeah, he was he, better known as a point scorer, guard anywhere. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, like, Barbosa a kind power of, Jarrett Jack kind of, like – and shout out Jared Jack. It was my guy in Portland. But I think the war it's not even specifically like a scorer. I think the Warriors have needed to figure out because it seems like Steph is most com- – you do whatever Steph wants to do. And Steph seems to be most comfortable playing all of the first and all of the third. Right. And then six minutes, the second the, – the last six minutes of the second, the last six minutes of the game, right? Yeah. And that has been his 24-12. That has been his his 36 minutes, right? Right. He plays for several years now. And the Warriors have offensively, and it doesn't matter who else is there, even Kevin Durant being there. The Warriors have fallen apart offensively when Steph is not on the floor, right? It's why he has the best plus minus uh, uh, in the decade. It's why he has the best net rating, all of these things, because even with, three Hall of Famers, Kevin Durant, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, who have, who have been mixed and matched with Andre Iguodala, with Sean Livingston, right. even at times with David Lee. Like all of these guys, really good NBA players have been there. Every team that Steph has been on has fallen apart offensively when he's not there. And so I think it is past time for the Warriors to figure out, and this is a Bob Myers question. It's a, it's yep. a Steve Kerr question. Who is going to get a bucket or help other people get a bucket when Steph isn't playing? Now, is that Anthony Edwards? Is, I like – it's
5: who knows? Sure. Like, but – It could take many forms, but, yeah. No, I get I, the yeah, question. I, I get still – who is going to help the Warriors? I actually, I actually don't think that they get that piece,
6: which is which is the part. I I think you're right too. I think you're I right. Mean, no, and, and that's, that's fair the, because look, yeah. by the way, that's fair because it's whatever, 6 years running now and they have <laughs> Right. that they, they have yeah. To be fair, the Warriors front office has been really good and to be fair, like that isn't a, an easy thing to find. Right. But there is a reason that the Warriors fall apart or have fallen apart offensively when Steph isn't there and in my opinion, it is probably past time to figure out why that is and address it.
5: Yeah.
1: See, so to I me, think,
6: I think that is the biggest. I think that is the biggest thing. And is that Andrew Wiggins? I suppose it could be, but let's huh. see it.
5: I, you know, I, I have reservations that that's the uh, the answer. But, uh, but um, I I still think the biggest question for them this offseason is figuring out who that fifth player is in their closeout yeah. lineups. Like I agree with you. That is a huge question. That's been one that we've harped on for six, seven years now. Um, yeah, like you can go back to Mark Jackson days. Like they were bringing in Jordan Crawford, anyone who could create a shot, just trying oh, to Crawford Steve,
4: buckets.
5: Steve
6: Blake, Steve hey, Blake had a nice hey, little hey, minute there. Another he one goes, of my poorly like, guys. Like, he's uh he's an assistant with the Suns now. Shout out Steve. Yeah. Well, that's But, um, but I'm, I'm curious
5: who you think would be the best fit for their closing lineup then. Because, like I said, we know Steph, Klay, and Draymond are going to close. Wiggins is going to close unless they miraculously run into a max caliber player on a minimum contract at the wing, which doesn't happen. $400 million, he better be yeah. close. Wiggins uh, is gonna,
6: Wiggins so, the,
5: so the real question is, where do they go around that? Because
6: I don't think it's Eric Haskell's I mean, answer – There are there are options to build out the team, right? Mentioned the the traded player exception. They got seventeen was seventeen point three million. Obviously, a top. We don't know what it's going to be, but obviously a top five pick. Those can be combined. The uh, traded player exception can't be combined with another guy. You can do it in stages, but you can't be combined with another guy. And other than that, it's taxpayer mid level. I. I am contractually forbidden from mentioning names, but I know that there are guys. Uh, I
1: see why you weren't mentioning
6: names. That that explains the last 10 minutes. But there there are guys, right? Give me me a
5: skill set. Here's a better way to put it. You have those four players, what's the skill set? If you're going to
6: play those four guys, right, you're probably going to look for another big. Um, You would like somebody that can kind of facilitate the offense, pass from the high post, make a jumper (laughs) when necessary, but, like, and maybe won a defensive player of the year (laughs) in the past. (laughs) But, look, those guys aren't necessarily going to take those exceptions. Um, And I, I think because those four guys are so talented, it gives a lot of options because Draymond theoretically can play center you don't right. want to do it too much you don't want to wear him out physically but he can he obviously can do it so that that gives you more options for the fifth guy it doesn't have to be a center it can be another wing it could be another power guard. forward yeah it, it could be whatever so I think you. I think the Warriors have a lot of options the problem if it becomes another guard in my opinion is like there's already I know Warriors fans already yeah it, it can't Some be issue with it can't be a guard step is off ball right yeah, it like, can't be
1: a guard let so, me let me let me ask this let me ask you this because i know
6: you, I, i know i should have known that you couldn't name names but um no my by the way my iq goes up like 30 points when i'm put on the spot about i'm like i'm not gonna get fined for tampering no so how <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll get we'll get
1: our goons to aggregate this all right what from what you've heard obviously no names but I would assume here that a lot of players around the league look at the Warriors next season and say that's a team I want to play on because of minutes, because of yeah. championship. Would that be yeah. correct and and yes. why or yeah?
6: Yes. Okay. So, yes. So
1: And is that just vet minimum guys or is that real players? No, that- I think
6: it's I think it's all I think it's all of that, right? Okay. It's it's the whole spectrum. Um but it's also because um you know, there is there is a group of guys That are the most respected, like, alphas, leaders for Mm. a team. And Steph is one of those guys, right? LeBron is also on that list. Kawhi is on the list. But Steph is one of those guys. Um, So there are definitely guys around the league that wanna play with Steph. And the guys in the NBA, players in the NBA are, like, we think as fans or people that cover it, we think like we're paying attention. But what I can, Promise you is guys in the league. Players are paying closer attention than even we are, right? Um, and they know everything that has happened. They're talking to each other. They know what it's like in this environment Got and it. other environments. And the Warriors are one of the premier franchises, and it's mostly, if not entirely, because of Steph. So now we're talking. There are definitely there
3: are definitely guys, guys
6: that right. And, and you can see it, right? Who's signing the free agents? The Clippers, the Lakers, the Warriors. Not this past season because they were hard capped, but the 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 teams that are going to have an opportunity at those guys. Milwaukee people want to play with Giannis. That's also a thing. Steph so, wants to,
1: you know, Giannis wants to play with Steph. It's like it comes back around, right? It's like you know, perfect. I'm
6: going to stay out of that, but um,
1: <laughs> I'm I'm going to keep trying until we're I done.
6: Think, look, I, I think the Warriors. Are go- look the Warriors are going to have an opportunity to sign okay. some guys um, that other places wouldn't, and it's yep. because of it's because of the league's faith in not only the championships and Steve Kerr and what the front office has done, but specifically Steph. Um, the t- same was true of the Spurs when yep. Tim Duncan. Right, so right. like certain guys have that cachet, that respect as leaders, and Steph is. Undoubtedly, within the league, is one of those guys. Let, so. Let's
5: throw in. um Okay, so you're mentioning Steph in this. Obviously, he's the driver of all of this. No one wants to play with a star player who has, I don't know, the opposite reputation, being difficult, being kind of a jackass, and that sort of thing. Where does the Warriors front office and coaching staff come into this? Are they as?
6: So I think expected? that's. Imp- I think that's important. I think they're. I mean, you guys' podcast is named what it is for a reason. So that gets that gets no, so, that gets some chuckles around the league um, <laughs> now because you know like how quickly yeah you know you forward. notice how
5: you know how Joe never said it again after that one time. Right.
6: Um, <laughs> I think that the Warriors front office and coaching staff, if we're going to like take them as a whole, right, um, is around the league more respected for their culture and development more, okay. th- more than um the the drafting the scouting, I you, guys, yeah. you, know, you guys did a podcast i don't know a week or so ago that i listened to kind of uh rating all of the draft picks from yeah in this in the no one the no move. one really
5: got an a after 2014
6: <laughs> <laughs> no to be fair like right like i don't know how much you expect with it right the team was that good i don't know how much you expect with those late picks um so in, in from what I see and, and look there's gonna be different opinions around the league obviously right. but from from my like kind of look at it is that the development and uh, it has been better than the drafting I mean, I I don't know what you're going to expect to get from like the 28th pick and the sure. 30th pick over and over and over. I don't know. I mean like Josh Harden, The Cal last Kusma few years, nice. there's not a lot of meat on on those bones.
5: <laughs> um, the Lakers are actually a really good example of a team who at least finds players at those. Yeah, picks I mean on look, Josh Arden, were in the late yeah. 20s and Zoo was. They're, um, at and least, they're at least competent rotation players, which I,
6: yeah. mean, and, I don't think you and, can
5: count. Yeah. I don't think you can look for, ask for more out of those picks really.
6: No, I mean, yeah. And, and look, even, even the early picks, you know, been, the guys that have been traded for, for Anthony sure. Davis, but Brandon Ingram was an all-star this year. And I'm a, I am a huge believer in Zoe. So same. Yeah. I mean, I, so I think for the Warriors, cause this is a Warriors podcast, I think that it's going to be very, it's going to be fascinating to see, right? Like,
1: I love that. I love, I love that.
6: Yeah. There's some, there's, there, there are some really, big peaks in the Warriors drafting, and there's definitely some valleys, you know, over the right. last however many years. You know, obviously, you're going to get – th- well, This, think this Fester, will I be a really interesting draft. N- I think you guys were too nice to Festus in your – I think you gave him like a B or B- minus for that pick. I think you guys were too nice to him. But, like, if you're going to get Festus, and Green, and Harrison Barnes in one draft, I mean, like – And end of the day –
5: Here's, a, here's my logic on the Festus thing. End of the day, if the 29th pick plays key minutes on a title team and a team that goes 73 wins, even if his like, I would, cont- I, would, I, mean, I would, I would, contribution is all would, of four I years. I would
6: challenge you to rewatch that and, and then, and and text me with key minutes later. We're not, we're not.
1: He was part of a championship. He also played really yeah. well in that role. Look, if your point is, they
5: could have just found a vet minimum guy who could fill that role. I mean, I, yes, yeah, you're you're probably you know, right.
6: I think like, the, yeah, no, the but point he's... is, the point is, I think the reputation around the league is that um, some of, like around the league, people chuckle. I know Warriors fans, and you guys do the Kumbaya ker thing,
3: mm-hmm.
6: and so like people kind of snicker and chuckle about that. Would the Warriors had have won another championship if the Kumbaya Kerr thing and he didn't play Vera Zhao and Festus and game, right. game? Who knows? Right. Like maybe, probably. Who knows? Um. So that is like a thing that people kind of chuckle about around the league, and people chuckle about chuckle about the light years thing. But of course. like, but to be fair, the only reason that KD chose the Warriors was because of all of those guys that yeah. were pretty much the culture yeah. was traded for, but like then he, hated and then he hated it then and then, and then he, he
1: turned but, around and despised it by year three. So, you know, it all but comes everybody, back around. right.
6: Everybody was right. Steph was drafted and clay was drafted. So everybody thinks it's a genius. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to talk about the 2010 pick in, in between that, but um, like, F A F A I'm
1: trying to remember. I've been it was,
6: trying to get his jersey lately. I Epe can't Epe seem to find it. So um but I but look, like the Warriors, you the Warriors did it in a way that doesn't happen very often, right? They they hit on a bunch of guys, the Andre Goodaller trade, the Sean Livingston signing, but Steph, Clay, Draymond, all of those guys were drafted. So I think there is some reverence is too strong of a word, but I think sure. there are definitely there are definitely and Harrison Barnes for I know that Warriors fans there's some like <laughs> there's some mixed feelings about Harrison Barnes but you know Harrison Barnes as a seventh pick was really good he he contributed he kind of unlocked his, his some of his abilities unlocked the death lineup so um, I I think to answer the question there is some some. Again, reverence is too strong, but I, I think there is some positivity about the Warriors drafting, or excuse me, about the Warriors development and some of the drafting, and then there's some snickering also on the side. Yeah, can uh, can't
1: blame them. All right, last one. We'll get you out of here with this. Um, we'll get you out of here with this one.
5: J- adjust your mic levels. <laughs> I, think yell- I think I'm just
1: yelling. I think like I'm just yelling.
5: I just I can't resist this one. Okay.
3: Uh
1: oh, should I be worried? over over under 50%? The Warriors get a superstar in the next two years. And superstar means
6: a superstar.
5: Yeah, a superstar.
1: Yeah, superstar,
6: means a superstar, a superstar means a
5: superstar. We're we're obviously talking about another um you know, you know, Jabari. We're Parker. In our th- yeah, we're in our three at this
1: point.
6: So we'll we're, get we're getting
5: we're getting the whole 2014 draft.
6: Yeah. A superstar. Um <laughs> uh in the next how long? Two years.
5: 2022. So we're saying yep. you have the 2021 season, and we're saying summer 2022.
3: Yeah.
6: Okay, so...
1: Basically still in Steph's prime, essentially, for an experience. Yeah,
6: yeah. Alright, so I knew... If you're listening to this, you can't see me, but I'm putting air quotes up in mm-hmm. my 49 ers that Actually, I'm switching back to the A's hat. Um, I and putting up air quotes, I knew. I, th- I
5: feel like you're about to say they're only going to draft a superstar because you switched to the A's hat. They're not signing no. one. <laughs> no, no. I, they're <laughs>
6: going to draft a superstar like and then, like and then trade him. And then when tra- he becomes <laughs> expensive. Oh, oh boy. I went to the, I, I flew up literally for the day. I flew up to watch the A's get their brains beat in by the, by the Royals in the wildcard game last year. Um, so I you knew, about KD, mean, you you Ray, knew about KD. You mean you mean the rays? You mean the
5: rays, right? The rays, not yeah. the royals. Yeah, the
6: rays. Yeah, the royals was a few years before that. Yes, the rays, and it was like four nothing by the time we sat down. Classic A's. I think the rays scored a bunch of runs in the first in the first inning. Yeah, it was the royals a couple years ago. Um, giants would never lose to the royals. Fuck no. The giants are the team I hate most in sports. Oh, this is my guy right here. <laughs> well, no, actually, Stanford is the team I hate most in sports. But the Giants. Yeah, nobody right. cares about. Um, stuff all right, so. And good, Stanford's cutting 11 sports, which I enjoy. Um, So I quote unquote knew that um, KD was coming to the Warriors like a year before it happened. Oh, wow. I was told that it was happening. Um, I don't know anything about that. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I, and so you I knew actually,
5: Draymond would cry from the parking lot a year ahead <laughs> of
6: time. Was, wow! There was, there was more, wow! Was, interestingly enough, there was more to it than that. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, shocking, shocking.
6: Wow! So I don't know anything like that now. Um, certainly, there have been rumors, and there has been a interest in different places. Um, I mean,
5: we know here. Here is what we we know for a fact. They're gonna try. They're not yes. like yeah, there's yeah, no. no uh, yes. Yes. There, there's no. We love our core. They would trade Clay for Kawhi Leonard tomorrow if Doc Rivers called them. For example,
1: they would trade Clay for Giannis for if they called them. So let's start there. I mean, I'm, the, just, I'm just, I'm just throwing gonna, out you, players who so we you guys acknowledge talk about
6: specific names. We're just
1: being realistic. We're just being realistic. Kawhi. I mean, yeah, right. I'm okay. Let you
6: guys talk about specific names. Yeah, um, you're right. So I don't know anything like that. None of none of that has been communicated to me. Um, I think that if the if the target is um, people on some someone or people on championship level teams now, I think what happens in the bubble yeah. mm-hmm. is very meaningful towards that. Right. Um, Again, NBA. I'm not mentioning any any names. Yeah. Um, I think it, but I think, I think, I think, I think, I think it's common knowledge that, I mean, for for anybody, right? For anybody, if they feel like they have a real shot at winning it all, that is going to encourage them to stay where they are. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, I also am not convinced that the Warriors need another superstar to. Be a contender again. I, I, think think the wor- right. I, think, I think I think I think the Warriors do I think they're the favorite going into next year? No. Um, I think the favorite is going to be the assuming you know like the world doesn't end. I think the favorite going into next year is still the three favorites that are happening right now. I think the Lakers, I think the Lakers are the favorite right now, but going into next year, I think the Lakers, Clippers, and Milwaukee are probably the favorites again. I think the Warriors are in the next group of challengers. There with the Rockets, um, there depends we'll what see. they do with the rest of the roster. Fair, but we'll see who comes. Like we'll see what happens with some teams in the East, um, with Philly, with Boston, right, et cetera. So I think the Warriors are in that next group of contenders, and I don't necessarily think the Warriors need another superstar to win another title obviously superstars are great. You collect as many as you can. You collect as much talent as you can. But I think that what happens this season and in this bubble and how guys feel about their situation going forward and how likely they are to win a title and be in that mix going forward, I think is going to be something that the Warriors monitor very closely. And the status of, Whether or not people accept extensions or want uh, supermax contracts, I think is also going to be something that is monitored very closely. We
5: we haven't even got into the uh, what the finances look like post the bubble and what's going to happen with the cap, but that's another four-hour podcast. So (laughs) I think uh, I think uh, with with that that's uh, that's a great
1: political. Uh, response politically appreciate correct it. response uh, <laughs> so what that we will get out of here hey
6: i appreciate uh appreciate you coming on man oh was, was yeah fun. this is fun anytime anytime i get to uh i mean i know you guys are well listened to i i listen so anytime i get to talk to everybody back home in the bay i'm with it
1: uh the lakers get eliminated second round and Giannis gets eliminated first round you are back on we are talking free agency
6: uh, <laughs> oh, i cannot um, wait um, so, <laughs> so you know, so I, you know what? I'm gonna force you guys now, right? Give me, give me. I know you, I know you guys are Warriors fans. Give me predictions. What do you, what do you think happens in the bubble? Yeah, I, I think it's bad. like, I, I think basically anything is at play here. So, yes, you yes, yes, yes. I think anything we have is no possible. idea. Andy, who, who Andy, you, you go
5: first, Andy. I'll go first.
1: Sam always has something thought out. I just fly it off the cuff. Um, I have been, uh, I've tweeted it and I genuinely believe it. Um, I, I think the Rockets win this thing. I this I think of all the crazy shit that happens in a bubble, yeah, sure. Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, standard picks. But fuck it. It's 2020, dude. The world is shit anyway. Everything's all fucked up. I'm going with a team that's gonna make it as crazy as possible. People are gonna be absolutely miserable when the Rockets win the championship. James Harden has got uh, – honestly, the guy that sh-
6: – I don't know about people, but from what I see from you on Twitter, you'll be miserable. Yeah, me. I'm going to love it.
1: <laughs> the, the, guy, the guy that has come closest to beating the Warriors, James Harden. Might as well let the guy win a title. And honestly, that's the best-case scenario for the Warriors anyway as a fan. So that's going to be part of it, right? As a Warriors fan – don't want the Lakers to win. Don't care for the Clippers to win, and the Bucks. You obviously don't want them to win because if they do, Giannis is you know he's not going KD route. He's probably signing a super Mac. So it it's kind of the perfect scenario too. So that that's what I'm going for. I don't want analysis. I don't even care. Just give me the Rockets. <laughs> okay.
5: I'm riding with the uh, the Clippers over the Celtics here. <laughs> okay. I'm going I'm going uh, pure hard on this one. I right, just give me the teams with a bunch of wings who play kind of emotionist offense. Just. Just going pure heart on this one. It's We're we two are hours into this. I'm yeah, we are on brand.
4: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both guess, of us are, you, on very you on are. <laughs> we are on
1: brand. you gentlemen are. We are on brand. You got to admit that. So, <laughs> so yeah,
6: there
5: you go.
1: There we go. Uh, uh, I'll hang okay, last it.
6: one. And look, I'm, I've taken over your podcast and we're two hours <laughs> in now. But I'm taking over your podcast just because I want to give my answer to this question at the end. Uh, favorite NBA player of all time? Ooh.
1: Uh... Okay, I'll go first. Um, yeah, obviously, go first. or <laughs> even like I'll go top first. top
6: five, like five five guys.
1: I'll give a few guys. I mean, because yeah. the my favorite's obviously Steph, um, okay. Steve Nash. Uh, number two is is right there. Uh, love Nash. Um, man, that is on the spot. Wow. Uh, so Steve Nash, Dwayne Wade, uh, pre- Pete Dwayne Wade, one of my favorite players to watch ever. Um, every playoff game. I mean, there was a game where he was gonna get swept. I forget what team, but he went for like forty. They ended up losing in five. But it, I just, I love watching Pete Dwayne Wade. Okay. Um, so those those three guys. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna pick Warriors guys. I love Draymond. I actually I love, love Draymond. More, pick more Warriors than, well, guys. Draymond would probably clock Mike Dunleavy. Yeah, he. Mike I done, I dream love. I just the, the way that Draymond, just the attitude and the personality, the Arenas, Warriors
6: Gilded Arenas. No, definitely not.
1: Um, I Anton Stevenson going for 50, like 51 in back-to-back yeah. nights. Not, not a fan of uh, of any. Dueling of those guys, with so. Kobe,
5: I was definitely no, uh, convinced he was better one, than. Yeah. I was convinced I'll go, he was I'll go better those four.
1: I'm gonna think of a fifth one, Sam. While you pick a couple
3: guys. I will
5: go. Oh, I have my list. Don't Y'all yeah,
3: get it.
5: One let's one. get it. Go no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. The, the list ahead. is obviously MJ number one because that's like my first. What's not even my first basketball memory. But then you know MJ just enamored. I was born in you know mid eighties, nineties, or just my entire childhood there. Uh, Jason Kidd, I remember yeah, oh, him guy. at Cal. I saw him at Cal. Okay, uh, I was maybe seven years old when I saw him at Cal. I didn't know what I was watching, but oh, I was, he was enamored so good by in high him too.
3: And, and
6: by the way, and by the way, sorry to interrupt you, but
3: go for
5: it.
6: He has been. I know there was a lot of. Uh, like, snickering about he was going to try to take over with the Lakers. Right. He has, he, uh, he has been pretty incredible, actually. <laughs> like, again, I'm going to sound like a homer, but he has been really incredible. And uh, he's been, like, he's been really good and is it has LeBron's trust. He's, like, he is the best guy talking to LeBron. So and, he, was, he, he
5: yeah. was my first favorite player. Um, and,
6: by the way, I one of my favorite moments, I have been to – it was like 32 or thirty-three straight big games, you know, Cal Stanford games
3: mm-hmm.
6: in person. And uh, we were in Memphis this year. So I missed this was my first big big game I missed in like literally like 34 years, something like that. And so I got to watch uh, Chase Garbers running in for a touchdown and then Cal oh, nice. stopped Stanford <laughs> with Jason Kidd on the floor during warm-ups on my phone in in Memphis, and I there were there were tears in the Memphis media room. So that, that is a pretty good memory. So I'm glad to hear Jason Kidd.
5: Jason Kidd, Chris Weber. I'm one Woo! of the only Warrior fans who I remember when Weber was drafted. I knew he was a big deal. He was amazing for the Warriors as a rookie. I didn't understand why he left. Obviously, I got older. I understood everything. But I still kind of like in my mind, he was the only good player the Warriors had from like age 8 to – Twenty-five, maybe. No, you're and, not
3: wrong. Yeah, <laughs> not I mean,
5: I, I mean, I'm kind of being unfair to Spree, but anyway, that's and a different. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, um, and then uh, Iverson. Iverson was definitely like the dude when I was in middle school. Um, yeah, I'm 35, so that'd be what late 90s that range. So yeah. those were my favorite players growing up in general. I'd probably need fifth, but we'll, we'll stick with that. Everyone after that doesn't have like, I mean, there's something different from when you are like 10, 11 and have that like obsession with the player. So I, I'll
1: go with, I love that by the way, I'll go with uh, so Draymond and clay, I'm going to put at four. So Wade Nash, Steph, and then number five, this guy is a funny story because I actually hated watching him growing up. And then I loved him by the end of his career over Tim Duncan, um, despised, just, just despised him. Just so boring. And then the more I learned about basketball, the more I was like, yeah, this guy, <laughs> this guy is a killer. Um, and, and as I watch Steph, the similarities are just insane in terms of who they are as people. You just don't see Tim Duncan as much anymore, although he might be the next coach. Um, but with Steph, it's like when Steph retires, I almost don't think we'll see Steph too much for a few years before he maybe comes back. But uh, just uh, he became one of my favorite players when he uh, uh, by the time his career ended. And, and him beating the crap out of that Heat, heat team was comedy. Just, uh, just <laughs> whooped him. Uh, and then they probably should have won the year before too. So, um, so there you go.
6: Um, so I don't know. My answer doesn't matter, but the number one guy on my list, my favorite player all time is Manute bowl. Warriors. Manute bowl is my favorite player. ever. Six
5: threes in the game. That's right. Uh, not with the warriors. Was was that, with the, was that the Bulls? No, it was with the Shout
6: 76ers. He made six threes and a half. I get, I think against the Suns and Charles Barkley was, Manute he, Bull. he made, he made like three threes. Bang, bang, bang with the Warriors. Right. Uh, but, Manu Bol is my favorite, RIP. Manu Bol is my favorite player in NBA history. Um,
5: Will we see Bol Bol in the NBA at some n- point? No, no, <laughs> no,
6: no. Um, also, <laughs> like personally, shout out Jamal Crawford and, and JC's back back in the league, so he's one of the best dudes around. Um, nice, pretty close with Joel Prisbilla, so he's got to be on the list. Prisbilla? But uh, Chris wow. Mullin. Chris Mullen also growing up Chris Mullin, I was a big Chris Mullen fan. He gave me buckets. first basketball
5: first basketball camp I went to was a Chris Mullen Rod Higgins camp somewhere in like uh, Walnut Creek. In like 94, 93, something like that. I,
6: I thought I was gonna I thought I was gonna be really good like in college. And then right. when I was in high school, early high school, or maybe it was in, in late elementary school at Cal basketball camp, Chris Mullen gave me five straight NBA threes, and I had to sit down in front of everybody get <laughs> and I, like, I wanted to just go. I I wanted my mommy to come pick me up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sounds about right.
6: All right, you got a couple more names, I think. Uh yeah, so um, so, uh, Manu Bull, Chris Mullen, uh, I, well, so look, I think LeBron is the best player ever. I'm not good. He's not on my list. Cause it's weird because I see him every day, but I think, I think LeBron is the best player ever, but, um, Manu Bull, Chris Mullen, Steph, I'm a big Steph fan. Um, Jamal Crawford and Rashid Wallace. Just Rashid Gee. Wallace, the whole the whole assortment, just the assortment, the every skill, right? Big man one. can guard the post, can guard on the wing, can shoot it a little bit. Uh, you know, it just could do a, a little bit of everything. So Rasheed Wallace, and shout out Walt Williams, the Wizard, because I always like the the OK <laughs> sign, the three.
3: Warriors
5: play the uh, the ninety nine two thousand Blazers. Who gets ejected more times, Draymond or Rasheed?
6: um i think they fight each other all seven (laughs) games they're in fistfights all seven games so i think they both get ejected from all seven games i don't know how the points rack up (laughs) so who gets suspended more also like let's not forget when was it this was about then uh yeah i think it was about then. maybe no it was a little later it was i think it was in the early 2000s the the famous uh, Chris Mills and Rashid yeah. and jailblazers in, uh, in Oracle, uh, the Stacy Ogman and that's oh. uh, <laughs> waiting, waiting for the buses to leave. Yes. And trying to fight everybody in in the, in the back tunnel there at Oracle. Yeah. That was, that was a, a great moment in blazers slash warriors history.
5: Nice. <laughs> and with that, we are getting out of here.
6: Aaron, right, thank
5: you so much. All this all has right. been and fun. You know we're gonna have Ooh. to get you on during the bubble to analyze some actual game action oh, yeah. here.
6: Oh yeah, Any, mm-hmm. anytime y'all want. And uh, I love what you guys do. I I, I subscribe. I, I listen. <laughs> I download all the time. I, I I find enjoy. It's 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 how I get my warriors fix. Actually, appreciate yeah. Before we
1: so. yeah before you we go, we'll probably gotta put his pot on the thing too. So um so I uh we appreciate you, man. We uh we'll talk to you soon. Are you safe. gonna be Are you gonna be
5: potting throughout the the bubble playoffs?
6: Yeah, so we started, how regular? Yeah, we we um we, we took a little hiatus when there was no basketball right. action, but um we're starting back up here uh, in the next couple days, and, and we will be uh, we'll be getting going again. The official Lakers podcast, where you can you can find us on literally everywhere you find podcasts. So we're getting back going here in the next couple of days, and it'll Ooh. be going as long as the Lakers season goes.
5: Nice, long. All
6: right, man.